0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode, like, 83 of Straight Up The Creator Cast. Here with me, I have a good friend of mine. His name is Nutty. What's up, Nutty? Yeah, what up? Want to introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about what you do. Yeah,
1: well, um, so I guess, um, I stream on Twitch, and uh, I do YouTube videos, so, um, mainly I, most people find me through YouTube. I usually do videos on, like, stream production and, like, doing cool stuff with uh with live streams like tutorial kind of things um and then usually on my live stream people can come there and ask me questions so i do a lot of just chatting there so it's kind of like a they're my youtube and twitch are more or less about the same thing
0: Mm -hmm. now you've uh you've blown up kind of this past this past few months uh you've gone from uh like 30 viewer andy to like 90 viewer andy in the matter of like three or four months uh yeah. I hoped a little bit to break down uh some of your secrets uh for how you pulled that out. Uh you weren't always into uh what you used to call stream good. You used to be a uh Super Metroid speedrunner, isn't that right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was like the main thing that I did. So I actually started streaming um in 2014, like January 2014, and pretty much like from 2014 to like early 2019 basically all I did was speedrunning, and speedrunning just this one game like every single day um and after a while it just got kind of I kind of just started dreading streaming because I was just doing the same thing all the time um and so yeah I uh I switched to variety and um I just started playing whatever I wanted I guess um and naturally like viewer count fell off because everybody who followed me was watching me for like speed running things. And um, so, yeah, so I, I, I experienced a pretty big hit to like my viewership in Twitch. But while I was doing variety, I just decided to start uploading videos uh, to YouTube about like stream production. Um, not not expecting like anything at all. Just like, I, honestly, I like, did it mostly because um, I just wanted to like uh, have videos. Like sometimes I'd, I'd learn things about streaming and I'd forget about it so i'd be like hey maybe in the future i can watch my own video and be like oh that's how i did that
0: thing so yeah you're very kinda, I, I that's yeah you were very value driven like you the point was you wanted to to provide something that was useful you didn't have any ulterior motive behind it all like yeah and i think that's so pretty, why yeah, i go ahead so I think that's kind of the
1: strengths of my uh, YouTube channel. It's it's kind of easy for me to make videos or come up for I come up with ideas for videos because the target audience for those videos
0: is me. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we come from very similar backgrounds. I used to I used to speedrun myself. If you didn't know, I used to be a Metal Gear Solid speedrunner. Yeah, yeah, you told me run. about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I did the same thing. I was into speedrunning from like 2015 to like 2019. Uh, and it took me that long yeah. to hit affiliate, uh, and then afterwards yeah. I was like, uh, "Let's start fresh. Let's do something different." So, yeah. So, did you discover Harris Heller and then get inspired to do like stream good content, <laughs> stream help content? Yeah, you know, it's it's
1: funny. I I came up with the. I even talked about this when I was on my stream. Uh, I came up with the idea for doing YouTube videos. I even made some really like crappy videos on an old YouTube channel mm-hmm. that. they were really bad they were boring they were like no jokes and it was just no effort i sounded like like one of those like lame people that put no effort into youtube Mm -hmm. videos (laughs) um and though even those videos that were really crappy they did really well um and so basically i came up with the idea of starting a dedicated channel where all i do is talk about like stream production and stuff and i procrastinated for like a year um (laughs) And during that year I had discovered Harris and he had like 2000 subs on YouTube at the time. And he was like averaging like 10 viewers on Twitch. And, um, so during my year of procrastination, I saw somebody else doing the thing that I thought about doing and just, you know, blowing up from it. And I'm just thinking like, man, if I had just started this like a year ago, (laughs) right. Um, so yeah, a part part was a part of it was, of course, inspired by him. Like, um, but it, it was an idea
0: that I had for a while. He lit a fire under your ass, at least. Yeah, hey, part way. of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> The reason I ask is because you you kind of made a small name for yourself, uh, moderating for his Discord and for his stream. Um, that's how I knew you at first. That's how I yeah. how I found you. Yeah. Um and now your videos have taken off, and you're you're kind of in your own league. Um, so yeah, I can put it that way <laughs> <laughs> always humble. so you uh, <laughs> in in like may ish, like April May, you went from having like a few thousand YouTube subscribers to like multiple thousand YouTube subscribers, isn't that right?
1: Yes, yeah, so I don't remember what month it was it was around April or may. um I <sighs> I was like celebrating. I was like, "Oh, cool! I I finally hit like 10k subs on YouTube." And I was like, "Man, that was that was really quick." And then a month later, I was like, "Oh, <laughs> damn! I'm at, uh, at 20,000 now." Like, all right, <laughs> it's, it's kind of crazy. So yeah, that was like a really um, that was a really crazy time. But yeah, it, then, it sort of died down a little bit now.
0: But yeah, that that was like, really overwhelming. Well, then you didn't tell anybody you were you were silently doing making sure to do just chatting as to make yeah. sure you could grind you could grind out the partner
1: so well, it, how did
0: it go yeah
1: good it wasn't it wasn't even like a conscious thing um i wasn't it wasn't like oh i better just keep doing just chatting because that's gonna get me partner or something it was something i actually um just enjoyed doing and i even talked to one of my um longtime viewers we actually had a talk like back in december while i was like just playing your- i was playing banjo kazooie and we were having a discussion i was like man if i could have a stream where i could just talk about like streaming stuff for like three hours and people stick around that would be great i would totally enjoy doing that because um I-, I i hated relying on having to play a certain game just for people to stay around because i like talking to people on the stream,
0: not in real life. I was you about know what to I mean. say. About, I was about to say. Imagine <laughs> telling Nutty from three years ago that he was going to want to talk to people for <laughs> for a stream. Uh, so how? So you you said it was a little overwhelming. How get give us a little bit of your an idea of your headspace going through the motions of of popping off. Um.
1: Well, it just happened really quickly. Like I was averaging in um probably in around April, March, I was averaging maybe fifteen to twenty-five viewers on Twitch, which I was totally happy with. I was like not complaining at all. And if I was still averaging that now, I would still enjoy streaming. Um and I just noticed I it was like it was like a one week period where I was like, oh damn, now I had like forty people today. That was kind of crazy. And next time I had like fifty people, I'm like, oh, that's still weird. And it, um I was just thinking every time I would stream I'd be like, yeah, this is probably the day where I, you know, things go back to normal. And then it kind of just kept going from there. Um, And the whole just chatting thing, that happened kind of like naturally because I would be talking to all the new people that came uh, into chat. And um, it just, it turned out that that was something that people actually enjoyed coming to. So I just kept doing it.
0: It was really cool to see. You were like, I guess I'm one of these days it's going to die down. And I was in chat going... (laughs) Not going to die down. <laughs> I, I still get that feeling like every single day when I stream. So I don't know if that feeling will ever go away. <laughs> Probably not at this rate. It, it it was at that point you had had at some point during that time, you had a video cross 100,000 views. Isn't that right? The, the, the stream deck one? It was a one?
1: really, yeah, it was a video on five stream deck alternatives. And in my opinion, that, that was like the first video where I had actually, I guess, put an effort to um, plan the video ahead instead of just turn on the camera and then just keep talking. Mm -hmm. But um, since that was like my first video where I did that, in my opinion, I just didn't really think that was a great video. (laughs) So I don't like watching the video myself,
0: but um, yeah, that one just kind of blew out out of nowhere. I think that's that's everybody's most viewed video. I don't think anybody is proud of their top video. My top viewed video is a GoXLR review I did over a year ago that has a Hmm. a brio that's using a brio and has terrible production quality and it's like 30 minutes of rambling uh and it's yeah. a tutorial it's a tutorial of how to set up a Go XLR coming from somebody who has never set up a Go XLR before. It's it's a trash video. Oh and has... yeah, that's 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 something that I,
1: I go through all the time. Like I think I did a video on I did a video on lighting and I look at I look at that now I'm like <laughs> I clearly didn't know what I was talking about, but I talked with enough I guess I talked with enough uh confidence that people bought it. That's
0: exactly right. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's how it happens. And people, people don't understand that too. They're worried. Um, they, you know, they talk themselves out of making stuff because they say, well, I, I don't have any idea what I'm talking about. And I tell them, I'm like, you probably know at least a little bit about what you're talking about. And then if you speak with enough confidence, people will believe, you know, what you're talking about. And you you can,
1: the other thing is, uh, people have, uh, uh, something that I have noticed is people are always concerned. Like, Oh, I want to do X type of video, but there are already other channels that are doing it. Uh, and I'm like, who cares? How many people do videos on, like, PC hardware, yet every single year, there's more people doing PC? There's, like, more people popping up every year. Like, there's always something that you can find your space
0: in, but you're never going to find that until you start doing it. I always think of it like restaurants. Like, in my hometown, uh, everybody goes crazy over a new restaurant. There, There's literally... I live in Oklahoma. There's a huge Hispanic uh, community in, in my hometown, there are probably 17 Mexican restaurants in my hometown, but if a new Mexican restaurant pops up, guess where? Like <laughs> a line of cars is trying to get in yeah. the door. Is that this new Mexican yeah. restaurant? And I'm like, I don't get it, but that's how that's how people work. That's how people think. It's just there. There can yeah. never be. There's almost never a flood of content that you can you can consume on a on a really rapid basis. And with YouTube videos, you can just you can just plow through eighteen different YouTube videos, especially when it comes to something where people kind of are on the fence about something. For example, like uh, hardware and cameras and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, oftentimes you'll watch, you know. I'll watch eight different videos on a single camera before I decide whether or not I wanna I wanna buy it because I want to make sure I have an informed decision. By the third video, I know everything about the camera. But the next five videos are building confidence. So, like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. like, there can never be too <laughs> many videos on that camera, really. Um and that's true yeah. of just about really any type of video, I think.
1: Yeah. And I I think uh the other thing is um uh if you won't learn what you can do differently until you actually just do it. Mm-hmm. Like when I, when I was making videos on my YouTube channel, it's like, I, I remember one of the first videos I did, which is a video I knew nobody would watch. And I was right. Nobody watched it. It was just like <laughs> another OBS. It was like, it was like one of those, another OBS install video, like same generic stuff. But I did the video at the time knowing that nobody would watch it, but it was just the thing that I did to prove to myself that yes. I can actually make a video and put it out there. Um, and the first few videos I did were not anything revolutionary, revolutionary or different, Mm -hmm. but, um, in order for me to figure out what my style was, I had to actually put myself out there and practice being on camera. And I think if you look at my videos, you would have seen my growth. Like I was a lot more timid back then. I I wasn't like as, uh, I guess confident in how I, I spoke, but, um, it just takes repetition and failing over and over again
0: to just get better at it. When I'm listening to you talk about this, I feel like I'm listening to myself from the future. And I think that yeah. <laughs> I think that's part of I think that's part of uh kind of one of your strengths is your relatability. Like a lot of people listen to you talk and it sounds like they're it, it sounds like they're hearing from a friend or themselves or somebody that they know rather than like a hair Yeah, I said the
1: I said the exact same thing on my stream yesterday. I might have thrown um, it in I, I my notes
0: like... <laughs> because
1: you talked about it yesterday. <laughs> it... It sounded it sounded like I was taking a shot at Harris when I really wasn't. But what the point I was if you yeah, you were probably there. But the point I was trying to make was um, Harris's videos are really great. But what what's lost in his videos that he used to have and I guess he doesn't have anymore because he's such a big YouTuber is a lot of new people watch his videos and they can't even dream of being at the level that he's at now because he's just so massive. He's got like music labels and everything, he's, he's got his foot in, like, so many different things, and it's really hard to relate to people like that because they're just, like, on top of this mountain, and you're just trying to start at the bottom, and you, there's no way... You can't, like, see the steps that they've taken to get to where they are.
0: For sure. And you're the opposite. Basically, what
1: I'm saying is... Basically, what I'm saying my strength is that I'm uh not great at what I do yet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my strength is that I'm not huge yet, so, like... <laughs> Yeah. No, I think you're going to maintain as long as for as long as you maintain this style of content. I think you're always going to kind of maintain that level of relatability to some extent because you focus so much on just being a a personable and being kind of uh, in the middle of what you're doing. You know, it's it's kind of you know Harris talks about different gear and different different tech doing different things. Uh, he talks about starting music labels and, and, and creating, yeah. creating you know, a, a, and making videos about how he makes $60,000 a month and how that gets divided yeah. up and things like that. I feel like you're, uh, and you may pivot, you know, as you grow, but I feel like with your current thing, you know, you, you will talk about something on, in your YouTube videos and then people will come to your stream and see you still messing around and fiddling with it, uh to the point oh, yeah, like yeah. we would do off stream it's, like <laughs> a lot of
1: it's a, a lots of lots of it is a disaster as well yeah and yeah. yeah and that's what it i, think, I best. think people like seeing that and, yeah yeah, yeah whatever no, it breaks. I, i've had people tell me that as well They, they, they were just like <laughs> oh i in your videos you make it seem like you're an expert but then i'm seeing you here and you have no <laughs> idea what you're doing that's kind of cool and
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, it <laughs> proves to people like and it proves to people like you know it, it's just a matter of of putting yourself out there and not necessarily, you know, it's, you're not bearing, you don't have a book called OBS for dummies that you've memorized or that you've written. Yeah. yeah. Right. You, you just, you're doing, you're figuring things out as you go along as everybody is. And I think yeah. everybody's really, really attracted to that kind of style. Now, uh, what did, what really made you, uh, what really made you wake up and pivot from, from speed running? Like at what point did you really say like uh so you were you were doing one type of content is what I'm trying to say um and you had a stable kind of a, a stable audience uh what gave you the confidence to pivot to something else um
1: I don't think there was a one thing and I think I think most people will realize that it um if it happens to you it's not it's not going to be a one thing like for me, I, I I just started noticing over time that um, yes, I had like I was averaging like maybe thirty viewers or something, which is cool. But for speed, because speedrunning is such a niche hobby, it's like there's, like, a ceiling to how much you can grow mm-hmm. from speedrunning. Unless you do, like, YouTube videos. uh Like, I, there's this guy called Summoning Salt who's huge yep. now. You talk about, yep. like, yeah, speedrunning history. Like, unless you do that kind of stuff. Like, if you're just speedrunning on Twitch, like, there's really a ceiling. And only, like, a handful of people, if that, can um, exceed that ceiling. Um And so what I realized was if I... uh I, I'm just not enjoying speedrunning. Um, I'm not growing doing what I'm doing and even if I was growing I, I didn't feel like playing the same game over and over again every day like I just I was dreading streaming because um, it's like I, I look for I would sort of look forward to streaming because I've tried to get like a PB in the game that I was playing um, and then if I didn't get a PB I just felt like I wasted that entire mm-hmm. night and I just I wanted to get out of that so what I actually did was I didn't pivot to do YouTube from that I pivoted to do Variety um, so I was just playing old retro games cause that's what I enjoyed doing. And my, I told you earlier, my viewership dropped off doing that, but I was okay with it because I was, in, at least I was doing something that I enjoyed doing. Um, and then the YouTube thing kind of happened, I would say on accident cause a few months after I switched to variety, uh, I just started putting out YouTube videos with no intention of it ever like amounting to anything so um it was probably about a six month to one year transition period from like speed running to half speed running half variety to like full variety and then variety and
0: youtube and then yeah so so it was a transition period wow i kind of did the same thing i i was afraid of uh i was already starting to ruin my favorite game for myself uh, because yeah. I was running it into the ground. And like you said, it was so relatable, the the feeling of not getting a PB for a day, and then you just feel like it's wasted. Oh yeah. my God, is that relatable. So it's funny, yeah. you're actually the, out of the five people I've interviewed, you're the third speedrunner. Because <laughs> I, I think speedrunning is a,
1: I think speedrunning is a great way to get your foot in the door, because mm-hmm. um, a lot of people like watching speedrunning, and speedrunning is one of those things that if you just speedrun a game you'll probably get some amount of viewership mm-hmm. like you, you will probably get around like five or if you're entertaining you'll get more than that, like 20 30 people but beyond that it's really really hard to grow
0: yeah, yeah because especially,
1: so especially the thing with speed running is like for me I, ne- I never wanted to be one of those like super hardcore serious speedrunners. like i always wanted to just have fun doing it as well but the problem with that is if you want to get better at the game I would have to be like super hardcore focused and then my stream would just be really boring and I didn't want to do that. Right. So it was really like I could have been better at the I was the game. I was speedrunning was Super Metroid. I could have been better at that game if I really put effort into it. But I I didn't want to become a boring streamer doing that. So I was going to I was going to realize that wasn't
0: going to improve. I was about to name drop a streamer, and then you said I didn't want to be a boring streamer, and now I can't name drop them <laughs> uh, no, but- i don't. I didn't, I didn't say like other
1: people i said if i because there are some people who can be good at a game while being entertaining as well but i I just know for me I was definitely not that person right like, You i didn't want I wanted to be a be better game, I had to be like really like silent
0: like angry faced all the time and yeah, I do not want to do that. You knew if you tried to be Oats and Goats, you would fail at being Oats and Goats because you're nutty.
1: Oh, yeah, for so, sure. Yeah. So
0: you just got to be nutty instead. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so you're also the second Aussie and the second Aussie speedrunner. I've <laughs> had on the show. Um, so what, uh, what are some of your insights What's some of the expertise we can we can milk from you on uh, YouTube and search engine optimization? Do you put any effort into SEO?
1: The most I do, or okay, the things I focus on when I'm thinking of like a title for YouTube, well, or when I'm thinking about uploading a YouTube video is uh, what's my title, what's my thumbnail, and uh, what's in the first like 15 seconds of the video. Um, beyond that, like people are always surprised. I don't even put tags in my videos. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't really... <laughs> I've, I've never bothered putting tags in and my videos do pretty well. Um, those three things were are the things that are most important to me. Title, thumbnail, and the first like 15, like 50, even 10 seconds of video. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, what I've learned over time, usually when I start a video, I do like a one minute intro to my video, just talking about like, um, I guess painting a picture about like what the video is going to be about. Because I I figure like, most people, when they're browsing through YouTube, they 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 listen to the first couple seconds. If they don't get the information that like hooks them in, they're they're gone already, mm-hmm. and they're they're probably not going to come back. They probably have an impression of you that you're wasting their time after that ten seconds. That if they see another one of your video, they won't click on it again.
0: And in the age of TikTok, um, where there's like point two seconds of retention, they're already flipping to the next one. Like <laughs> pretty much,
1: yeah. Like people have like such short attention spans now. Um, but for SEO, like, uh, titles, um, I'm not an ex- I won't pretend I'm an expert in SEO, but while I, what I will say is that, um, when I'm titling video, even, even things such as like the order that you put words in actually matters. Like when I'm thinking of like a keyword for a video, I make sure to put that keyword like near the start of the video because like, man, people's attention spans are so short. They won't even read the full title of a video. They want to see like if it's if the keyword for that video is like not in the first like three words, it's you're probably it's probably not a good title.
0: I think I know the answer based on what I what you can tell by looking at your channel. But do you do you focus on consistency in your thumbnails, or do you think yeah. or do you think that variety matters? Like how do how do you structure those? Um. If you see my YouTube channel, I kind of have like this
1: two-toned color thing going on in my YouTube videos. And I think um, I think that was the decision. I actually redid all my thumbnails to put that in because it didn't initially have that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was something I probably did maybe like six months ago. Um, when I started, Like I did like a new logo for my channel. I did branding. You'll see like a logo for my shirt. I got like the purple and the blue. So, um, I, and I have a purple blue lighting. So that kind of consistency across like everything across my logo, the lighting, uh, thumbnails, it just like, it's uh, in my head, it's just a way of reinforcing people like, Oh, when I see those colors, I know whose video this is. I think if you're doing YouTube videos, what I recommend to a lot of people is if you want to get a lot of ideas, just watch a lot of YouTube videos and take inspiration from people that even people who have, doing that are doing videos that have nothing to do with the videos that you do there's always something to learn from other people um but yeah even like i think i've probably taken some inspiration at some point from like mkbhd or something and mm-hmm. i don't do yeah. anything to reviews. like there's there's something you can learn from everybody um and you'll you'll notice that when you watch enough youtube videos if you like have no life like me uh <laughs> you'll notice that like you're going to be doing these things like some subconsciously, like you're going to be doing things and then you'll realize, Oh
0: wait, that's where I got that idea from. That's right. Yeah. It takes self-awareness even, which I think is one of the best skills you can really have when it comes to making content is like doing things consciously and recognizing what you're doing subconsciously and not falling into the same pit traps over and over and over again. You're kind of a shy person, (laughs) generally speaking. Um, yeah, <laughs> has there, has there been kind of a, uh, have there been obstacles with dealing with, um, all of a sudden, a lot of people having attention on you, having their eyes on you? Um, because I think a lot of people have kind of have are in kind of the position where they want to make content, especially some yeah. friends of mine, some very close friends of mine are, are like, man, I, I would really love to make YouTube videos, or I would really love to be able to do art uh, as a living, but I'm, I'm, I, I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm worried about making videos or I'm worried about getting my name out there. I don't really, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not sure about using my name. I'm not sure about this. So I think sharing your story, uh, because you, 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 uh, are open about your struggle with that. I think that could help a lot of people.
1: Um, so yeah, when I started streaming, I, I streamed, uh, no cam, no microphone. Eventually I worked up the courage to add a microphone uh, and when I was, when I use a microphone, I'd talk like this. I'd just be like, Hey guys, welcome to, um, yep. Yeah. Oh, nobody's here. Cool. I guess we won't say anything for the rest of the stream. You <laughs> know, that's, that's how I started <laughs> off. Um, and, um, eventually over time, like I refused to use a camera for like the longest time until, uh, one of my buddies a long time ago thought of this cool joke where, cause he didn't use a webcam with his stream either. We do like a joke stream where we do a face reveal, for his, um, for his face, but it would be I would be like on Skype talking to him, and it would actually be my face. I would just be lip syncing over him. <laughs> so that was like actually my official face reveal at the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, when I uh, I eventually worked at the car to so, um, add a camera. But what one of the things I did um, consciously because I I knew that my on camera presence was like pretty lagging. And I, I knew that I was really shy, and I I, I, I knew I, that was something I really needed to work at. So what I did for my stream was I um, I created a different scene in OBS that just has my camera, and my game would be like really small in the corner. Um, and I forced myself to use that scene a lot when I'm streaming, like in between games or at the start of the stream, at least for like 20 to 30 minutes. Force myself into that, and force myself to put uh, to just speak. So I can get better at it. Because I think a lot what a lot of people do is even if they would have a camera, um, if there's nobody talking in the stream uh, and they have a camera on, they they'll just sit there and be like, well, nobody's talking anyway. I guess I'll just rely on the game to entertain people. But I figured if I made my camera full screen, it would force myself to be like the center of attention and I would have to get better at it.
0: Whew, I'm so glad you back up what I say. <laughs> like I tell people, yeah. I tell people, I'm like, oh, just do it, forehead. Like, just jump yeah. into the pool, like deep end. Just like, if you're afraid of being on camera, just like be on camera an entire stream. Or if you're afraid of talking, just like talk nonstop. Or like, or like do like an audiobook. Or like do something crazy. You yeah. know, <laughs> do something nuts to get yeah. yourself out there. If you're afraid of making YouTube videos, make it YouTube video. Uh, you know, if you're afraid of yeah. streaming, just start streaming. Um, yeah, and I think a lot of it is that people are afraid to suck. Like they're not just they're not just shy. They're like, oh man, but you know my video quality will be terrible, um, uh, or mm-hmm. or my or I won't know how to talk to Chad, or I'm afraid of this. And I'm like, dude, everybody sucks. Like <laughs> we all are terrible. Yeah, you don't at it. get better at it. You don't get better at it until you just do it. <laughs> exactly. And and everybody and nobody's sitting there like, man, this guy sucks. And the ones that do are like mega <laughs> papegas that like you don't that aren't worth your time. Like and so yeah. Yeah. And so you just do it and then a lot of people are like, oh that's cool. And then you do it a little bit better. And they're like, oh that's even more cool. Like <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And I don't think uh, I think I don't think people hear that enough. I don't think people hear that it's actually that easy to just, oh, I'll just get over your fear, Kappa. Um, <laughs> and so thank you. <laughs>
1: I, think, I, think it,
0: I think it helps to um
1: to do it slowly like you don't you don't have to jump into like a five hour just chatting stream like I do now like uh, that's why I was saying when uh, when I did the full screen camera thing it would just I would just find places in the stream where um, I could just interact more with chat. Um, so I did it a little bit at a time you don't have to like go like head first into it if you're not comfortable but um, the important thing is you you find like your own pacing and you push yourself to do a little bit more
0: each time you stream so i think a lot of these people have really really big dreams uh when it comes to their content whether they want to be the next ninja or the next harris heller or uh the next oats and goats um yeah i think a lot of people have really big ambitions these days what what's kind of your what are your let's start with your short-term goals and then we'll talk more about your long-term goals what are your short-term goals right now when it comes to your content
1: 500,000 subs by the end. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
0: um,
1: I guess my short-term goal is... Um, I don't like thinking of goals in terms of like hit this sub count, hit this follow count. That's not a goal to me because you're relying on someone else to like do something for you. A, a proper goal would be something like um, by the end of the year, I want to have at least like 50 videos on my YouTube channel. That's a proper goal for me. And I, I think that... I think short-term... If I can get to, I think I have something like almost forty videos. If I can get to like fifty by the end of the year, which now that I'm thinking about it, probably won't happen. <laughs> but uh, if I can get at
0: least close to that, I think I would be satisfied. I literally say the same things I tell people. Yeah, uh, this is. I I really appreciate that I have this show so I can bring on people who people think uh, or or who people perceive know more than I do. And they come on and say the same things that I do. It makes me feel so good about myself. Let me tell you, Uh, (laughs) um, I say the same thing. I'm like, it's not about the goals. Can't be, you can't place goals that really rely on other people. Um, or that, that you have to depend on that are out of your control. Really? Um, you really want to set goals that you can control. So my goal for this year was I wanted to do a video a week on average. So I wanted 52 videos, uh, done by the end of the Mm year. um, so thank you for that. <laughs> so, yeah. what are your so what are your long term ambitions? Where do you really want to like? Where do you see yourself in a year, two years, five years? Where do you want to really take content? It's this is going to be a really crap
1: answer, but the real answer is I really just don't know because I actually I thought about um, if the opportunity presented itself to do like content creation, like. Full time, like full time, full time. Like, would I do it? And of course, most people would say, like, yeah, of course, I would do that. But um, I'm not even sure if that's something. Like, I'm not even sure if I'm I want to be like a huge, massive YouTuber because I really enjoy where I'm at right now, where I can talk to like individual people in my streams, um, and it, I I feel like my streams right now are like really personable and i like that aspect of streaming and i I wouldn't want to like lose that so but i I feel like if you if i was to do like full-time streaming it would become a lot of like uh man making everything like a business decision and everything becomes like um it it would of course have to be like about like creating a stable income and stuff and i feel like i would lose a bit of what makes my youtube videos and my streams um what they are, so I don't. I don't know if I would do content creation full time. Maybe I, I would consider doing it, but it's not something I would. I'm like, for sure,
0: this is what I want to do. Because you're not, you don't hate your day job like most of us. <laughs> like you no. don't terribly despise your 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 day job, um, and so you're not well, really yeah, looking well, to.
1: Well, the main thing is they, uh,
0: you know, I get like a salary from it, and that's pretty. It's pretty good. <laughs> Stability, man, not having to worry about yeah. it. That's really nice. Yeah. Um So do you see yourself do you ever see yourself pivoting? Like do you see yourself making a different kind of content that could be something you turn into something you I, think about it as a business?
1: I don't know what that would be, but I'm sure something else will pop up because I I like I've already pivoted from doing like speed to doing this thing. I'm sure there w- might be some other hobby or some other thing that I might become interested in later that um I would make content about. Um I just don't know what that is at this time, but um
0: yeah. You might say you're not like forcing
1: keyboard or something.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> huh? So you so-, <laughs> so you might say <laughs> <laughs> Just the way you said, huh? Just fucking killed me. (laughs) (laughs) So you might say you're not trying to (laughs) force. You might just say you're not trying to force it. Like you're just trying to. You're just like kind of taking, letting it take you where it's going to take you, and just kind of playing it. Yeah, I don't.
1: I don't think. I don't think that far ahead. Like um the question I always hate is like, well, where do you see yourself in 5 years?" I'm like, "I don't know. I don't know I do where
0: I'm going to be in 5 years. <laughs> I definitely didn't so, see myself like, here a year ago, let alone 5 years ago." So, no,
1: of course. Yeah.
0: So like, I don't even know what I'm going to be
1: doing in like 5 days, like. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> um
1: So, uh, yeah, I I honestly I yeah, I just don't I don't I'm not thinking like a year from now. I'm just trying to take every day like I don't I don't even know if like next stream like I'm gonna have like no viewers or not. So like
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well you'll have at least yeah. one I hope. So if <laughs> if, uh, if I survive to Monday, I think I'll be there. Um so that's at least one. Um so what do you So do you still have like uh back on the topic of like um the different anxieties that we have, do you still have like uh uh do you have like an anxiety, not like an anxiety attack, but do you still have like a some kind of anxiety before you start each stream, thinking like, "Oh man, this is the what if this is the stream that I I tank or this is the one where maybe only half yeah. the people show up"? Like, is that an every every stream thing?
1: Yeah, happens every stream. It, it's um, it's something you get used to, but I, I think the feeling for me at least doesn't it doesn't go away. Um, And I've even had streams where like, it's not even about like viewers coming to my stream or not. I've had, I just had streams where I guess, um, I guess I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I was going to enjoy it that night. Maybe like stuff in my stream like breaks, or I try to like create something on stream and it doesn't like turn out the way I like. Um, So there's a lot of things that uh, can go wrong in a stream that are not just like, Oh, I didn't get as many viewers as I expected. Um, And it, from time to time like I am right like I have an anxiety about this thing happening and it does happen but it's uh, I just wake up the next day and
0: I try I just try again that's good I think people need to hear that I think I think that uh, I think that speaks to your ability to move forward not just in spite of but because of these feelings that that would otherwise be holding you back that you're using to instead prepare you and propel you forward I think that's, uh, yeah. I think it's really good to hear. Um, so why did you land on, why did, what made you, you said you landed from speed running onto like stream production. Do you have like a history mm-hmm. of like video production or music pro- or uh, sound production or anything nope. like that? What, what led you um, to decide that that's what you wanted to do? Well, cause for, cause for Harris, you know, he, he made uh, music videos with his wife And so, Mm -hmm. and he came to Twitch and he saw the production quality on Twitch was way lower than it was on YouTube, which he had been on for like Mm -hmm. 10 years already. Um, So he decided to bring some of his production tips that he learned in college and that he learned from making videos over to Twitch. You know, you don't really have that background. um, So what, what really brought you into that space?
1: Well, thankfully for me, I got onto streaming a lot earlier than most people did. Like I said, I, I was streaming it since early 2014. I've been watching Twitch since like 2012. So it's like been a really long time. Um, so during that time, because I've been a streamer, uh, I, I've i always, even when I was speed running, I, I would always play around with like things in OBS for my layouts or trying different things with like audio or whatever. Um, so even though I don't have like any like actual experience in actual production, um, my my I do have experience with like in OBS and I've done a lot of research that a lot of people who are just getting to streaming probably haven't done. Um so that gave that gave me a leg up um on a lot of people when I started doing YouTube. It's just like I've I've had experience streaming um and stuff that uh a lot of people would take years to learn, like
0: I'd, I'd already gone through. So um yeah. So no no actual experience in production. <laughs> but you went through it, there was a lot of experimentation. Like you just tried stuff. Yeah. You just threw stuff at the yeah. wall and, and and saw what stuck. And then you were like, hey yeah. guys, here's what stuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, um it was
1: a, it was a lot of like research on um the thing about the YouTube thing is that it also forces me to um Push the envelope a bit um and try to do different things. So a lot uh, what ha- what's happened in the past like six months is a lot of people um have enjoyed the videos I do on like plugin stuff. And so now I'm kind of establishing myself as like the guy who plays around with plugins. So it's uh, knowing that that's what my brand is sort of starting to become, it's forced me to research a lot into that and try different things with different OBS plugins and see what kind of crazy and creative things that I can do.
0: Are you afraid of niching down too hard? Like, obviously, you're niched to, um, you know, uh, upping stream production quality. That's kind of your the stream mm-hmm. good niche, um, or the for, what was formerly called stream good. That's that's kind of the niche that you're falling into. Um, are you afraid of falling into a niche that's too narrow? Um a little
1: bit yeah but I I've, I've tried to experiment with uh, different ty- and I tell people all this all the time in my streams, I've, I try to do different types of uh, videos but they're always I always try to make them related to streaming in some way um so uh, one of the topics I've been trying to avoid doing is like doing stuff on like growing on Twitch because I feel like there's a lot of that on uh, YouTube already. Like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to avoid doing that kind of content, but I'm not ruling out doing some of that in the future once I feel like I have something different to say. Mm-hmm. So, um, there, I, I do, I have, even though I may not have done it yet, I do have different ideas for different types of videos that will be somewhat related to production, somewhat related to streaming. That are, it's gonna still reach the
0: audience that I have. Good, because I think you know some people are afraid of of seeking out like virality um because yeah. like you know you you made like uh you know you know you made your like top 5 OBS plugins video and you know it did it did like yeah. considerably well um proportional to your to your average uh viewership on a video um and then a few weeks later uh you start a video called five more OBS plugins with a joke about <laughs> how the last one went, went viral um i think people are afraid of making videos that that they think might might do that. And of course it doesn't always have it intentionally, but they, they're afraid of something like that happening because they're afraid of having to make that second five OBS plugins video or the third or fourth five OBS plugins video. Um, it's, it's, yeah, you kind of, um, it's kind of like
1: when you have one video that does really well, you feel like you're, you've set an expectation like, okay, so that next video has to be of like that standard. And when you do that video, it doesn't do as well. And it, it kind of gets in your head a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that,
0: that's happened to some of the videos that I've done. Do you like, uh, does that put a pressure on you? Like, do you handle that well or? Um, I think I handle
1: it okay, but I, I take it as like a new information. Like I, like, uh, I've noticed that the videos I do on like hardware stuff, like, um, I did a video on capture cards, um, and Nobody watched it. It's cool, <laughs> I guess. That's, that's that's new information for me, I guess less hardware review stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, Cuz a lot of people go into tech because they think it's easy viewership. And it is and it usually is like quick and easy like yeah. it usually performs like better than, than most of their videos, but for you it was the opposite. You had already established yourself as kind of the yeah. the the software guy or this and that and and this part of the production quality. And so those videos didn't do as well for you. And so you just, yes. you just like, you just like detach yourself emotionally from the results and just say, okay, that's new, that, that I'm now more informed than I was. Now I move on. Would you say that? Um, Kind of,
1: kind of, but I feel like um, whenever you try to do something that's different than what you normally do, it's kind of like, it's almost like a brand within your brand. Like you have to build, like, I don't have a lot of hardware stuff on my YouTube channel, right, but if right. I did more stuff about hardware stuff, then people would start, to realize like, oh, not only does he do stuff on like software stuff, he also does stuff on hardware, and I'll I would probably get more traction that way. It's
0: just that I haven't really done a lot of that before. You haven't committed to expanding the expanding the brand that way in a yeah. way. I see. But, but that that,
1: that doing 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 the hardware stuff is also really difficult because like um well you have to Stuff, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <That's> exactly right <laughs> that's, that's why hard, I it's it. hard
1: to justify it it's hard to justify it until unless like companies are like sending you things
0: mm-hmm. or you're making more from the video than you would be yeah. purchasing the object yeah exactly uh, yeah. so why um so obviously twitch is kind of your home um it's kind of yeah. you know it, youtube's kind of become your primary platform now as far as like viewership goes but Twitch is kind of where you started and where you spend kind of the most of your time. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, What has kept you... So you did a... I remember you did a YouTube stream a couple months ago. Um, What really... I kind of know the answer, but what really keeps you on Twitch instead of moving to YouTube where you had triple the viewership in a single stream? Um...
1: There's a few answers. So the main thing is that when I stream on YouTube, um, YouTube is a kind of a weird thing because you do, you will of course get like, I could quadruple my viewership just by streaming on YouTube. Like it's really easy. And, but the quality of it, this is not a shot at my audience. So if it, if it, <laughs> if it seems like it, like the quality of comments is like, it's like the YouTube comment section, but like live. So some <laughs> yeah. of the comments are just like, not very quality, uh-huh. <laughs> um, and it it just doesn't feel as personal uh, personal to me. Like when I'm streaming on Twitch, it, it just Twitch has a much better culture for chat. YouTube needs to kind of catch up on that. Twitch feels more like you're hanging out with like homies and you're just talking, um, and that's that's kind of what I, I kind of like the uh, smaller space on Twitch. The other thing is that a lot of the effects that I do on my stream, which people have come to love about my YouTube videos, uh, it's only possible to do on Twitch because, like, the tools available only work on Twitch. Like, things like channel points, nothing like that exists for YouTube. So um, I wouldn't rule out going to YouTube in the future. But, um,
0: yeah, right now, I'm I'm good with where I'm at with Twitch. Yeah, because some, some of my viewers think that I spend all my time shitting on Twitch... Because we talk about yeah. things like we talk about things like uh, the ad nonsense that went on recently. Did you yeah. hear about that with the yeah. ads and all that? And then I they, did. Yeah. And they immediately yeah. retracted it. They're like, "All right, we're done with the testing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for your feedback. Uh, fucking wipe their sweat." Um, uh, do you? Uh, uh, but but in rea- in reality, I stay on Twitch because it's it's still by and large the best platform for streaming because of its superior culture uh and because of the of the quality of the connections you make um and the tools that are available.
1: there's an intimacy on twitch that just it doesn't exist on other platforms like a lot of like all of the friends that i made are on twitch already so um you get a lot of like cross viewership i have um i've made a ton of like friends like especially this year uh that i hang out with and they get to watch my stream and those people i know for sure if i was streaming on youtube they wouldn't even know I'm streaming on YouTube. So, um, exactly. yeah. And things like hosting people, like if I'm going to host a friend or something, it only makes sense that I would be on Twitch for that, so I can totally. host them. So, totally,
0: yeah. And it, uh, it, it, it's something like the the perception of how the audience views you and how a collective can can determine that. Like, for example, YouTube, the the people who subscribe to your YouTube channel, by and large, they see you. And your content as a utility, they see, they see like, mm-hmm. oh, this is a tutorial video. This will get me something. This gives me value in this way. Um, yeah. And there is a conversion from somebody who enjoys your content for that into somebody who enjoys your content because of the jokes you make and the and the style mm-hmm. and and for your personality. And those are the people moving from YouTube to Twitch. Whereas yeah. whenever you stream on YouTube, you get a you get a portion of those people but you also get all the people who only view you as a utility. So for example, yeah, I get get
1: a lot of questions like get a lot of questions, like what's the best OBS settings, things like that. And those are things that are very kind of like, it's almost like they're talking to like a computer and not a person. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They just want want me to like spit out the answer.
0: Exactly. They want like the instant kind of gratification type of, yeah. And again, not speaking bad about anybody in your audience or any, any YouTubers for that matter. But that's just the kind of culture that, that's built around YouTube, is that uh, yeah. you know they, they come they would come to a YouTube stream of yours you know or of Harris's to get something rather than to yeah. rather than to experience your personality like the conversion. So even though the conversion is smaller, it's it's intentional that the conversion to Twitch is smaller because yeah. you get exactly yeah. the people that you want to get for a live audience, and that's the people who connect with yeah. you on a personal level. So mm-hmm. I just want to reinforce that because some people don't always understand exactly why that is, <laughs> especially the people who see, you know, oh my God, Harris gets you know four thousand viewers in a YouTube stream, or Nutty gets yeah. Nutty gets five hundred viewers in a YouTube stream, and and then people are like, no, why don't you move to YouTube? And I'm like. Ah. Then there's also concerns about um, putting all your eggs in one basket. You know, there's no there's no threat like Mixer where like YouTube's not going to shut down tomorrow all of a sudden. But there are concerns like, you know, um, what if you get banned on YouTube and you don't know why? Like and I'm streaming there and I'm making YouTube videos there. Then I'm screwed. Right. There's almost no way to. Or
1: or they change or they change the algorithm so that your viewers are much lower ranked in the search algorithm. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that stuff has happened in the past before.
0: Yep. Yep, and, and yeah. especially with live streaming. Live streaming could go anywhere with YouTube. So uh, putting all of your eggs in the YouTube basket, even though YouTube is generally a place of security, um, you know, it's it's you don't want a Dr. Disrespect situation where you get, you yeah. get banned <laughs> off a platform, you got no idea what happened, uh, and then you're having to completely pivot and and figure something else out. Of course, when you're Doc size, you know, you can just move to YouTube and get 150,000 viewers or some crazy shit, but... Yeah yeah <laughs> but that's not gonna <laughs> be the case for most people and and so and so if you and and so keeping it open as well if you're on Twitch even if you're doing well if you're not if you're not uh, which is rare if you're not making YouTube videos um, if you're doing well despite the fact that you're not making content on other platforms you're just asking uh, for basically everything that you've worked for to be taken away in like an instant because you know some you know trolls, mass report you or something like that uh you know something terrible can happen i lost my twitter account uh for seemingly no reason a couple months ago mm-hmm. uh, i got suspended on yeah. twitter uh, just out of the blue um and i searched it out and i'm pretty sure some people didn't like some political opinions i had and so i think i'm pretty sure i got mass reported and um, yeah, you know america's crazy right now uh, and, oh, when, yeah. <laughs> and And when you speak out about the things you think are right, some people don't like that. And so my yeah. my Twitter got suspended. And I was like, huh, uh, that's interesting. <laughs> like, And uh, <laughs> I never got that Twitter account back. Um, luckily, I have a Discord. And I said, hey, guys, I had to make a new Twitter. Uh, here's my new Twitter account. I went on Twitch, said, hey, guys, I had to make a new Twitter. Here's my new Twitter account. And I'm. it's been like two or three months and I'm already past where my old Twitter was because I had oh, kind cool. of the Um obviously I would never uh with the kind of content I make, you know, Twitter would never be my main platform. But if it was, yeah, I would have yeah, been cool. out on my ass. Yeah. So it's 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 really great that I was able to have kind of that safety net of having, you know, several platforms where I could say, Hey guys, this platform kind of crashed on me. Like, you know, can <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm creating a new one. Let's let's you know let's let's get back up I've been knocked down. Let's get back up. And you're able to, you know, you're able and you're able to move on. So I think, uh, I think a lot of people don't necessarily think that far when they think about, uh, expanding their reach, you know, uh, putting their eggs in multiple baskets on multiple platforms, things like that. So,
1: yeah, there's a lot more. I think, um, a lot of people think of value just in terms of like either monetary value or just like straight up viewership. And there's a lot more than that. Like, um, a lot of people would think, like, yeah, why don't you just quadruple your viewership uh, by moving to YouTube? But there's a lot of value just in itself being on multiple platforms,
0: exactly. Which is not something I would want to give up, exactly. And there's and there's uh, having having a thousand Twitch followers has different value and has carries different weight than having a thousand YouTube subscribers and things yeah. like that. And carrying yeah. an average concurrent viewership on Twitch has a different has a different value. Than an average concurrent viewership on YouTube, especially when it comes to watch time, you know, Twitch viewers are stick around a lot longer. There's a very, there's a lot smaller a turnaround rate on on Twitch viewers, which is good in some ways and bad in others. It, it's 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 more complicated than just a number. Um, yeah. And it's more yeah. complicated than just what can somebody do for you, or what what how much money can you make off of this this number of people and things like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, what are some of the, uh, I got to ask Alex this question as well. What are some of the obstacles Mm -hmm. and what are some of the advantages of being an Australian content creator?
1: Um, well, the biggest disadvantage is, is, of course, time zone. Like, um... I have a lot of friends that um, have asked me a lot, like, yo, uh, I'd be like in the middle of the day, it'd be like 1 p.m. and I'm in the middle of working and they'd be like, yo, you want to jump on play this game with me? I'm like, I can't. <laughs> I have to be working right now. <laughs> and I have to be like the biggest buzzkill. But um, so that's, that's, I, that I feel it would be, is the biggest thing I miss out on is I don't get to like interact with the people that I, I love watching and the people that I'm friends with. But um, it's also beneficial in a way because it allows me to stream uh in a time zone that those people are able to watch me in Mm -hmm. um but the the thing about that is in order to stream in that time i gotta be up at well right now it's 2 (laughs) a.m so (laughs) my (laughs) my sleep schedule is like i i literally talk about my my sleep schedule multiple times every stream like i sleep twice a day to make this work I, i sleep at like Four or five a.m. in the morning, I get up at uh, eight eight thirty um, for work, and then as soon as I am finished work, I like I like eat, I take a shower and stuff, uh, and then sleep again for like three hours. Um, wake up uh, as the stream starts. Um, that's why a lot of people are like, "Why is your stream not live?" Because I'm still sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's a lot of. I, I, I guess they live a very n- much not a standard uh life in terms of sleeping but um yeah so there, there's positive, positive and negatives to it
0: you're kind of like a superhero like you go to work and you don't talk to anybody and <laughs> and you you know and then at it's night it's
1: it's hard
0: at it's, night you live like an alter ego <laughs> like where you're or you're
1: internet I, famous i hope my uh boss never watches anything that i do because like i I dread the question every single Monday morning. He's like, "Oh, what did you do on the weekend?" And I don't want to be like, "Well, you know, I was—I'm a secret camboy on the internet, and I like <laughs> talk to <people." laughs> like I don't want to say anything like that, or like I make YouTube videos because then they're gonna start asking me yeah, like yeah. Uh, if they can watch the videos and stuff. So I always just have to give it a generic answer like, "Oh, yeah, I um went to a I went to a barbecue which I didn't go to, and I was just like." <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, somebody at work, uh my work pe- some people at my work know that I stream. Um and uh occasionally will make jokes about it. And then a couple months a few months ago my my old boss found out that I streamed and yeah. I make YouTube. And so he was like, "Oh, that's cool. That's that's nice." Uh and then uh, then uh, he and I were alone at the office and he goes, uh, "Hey, uh my kids are wanting to get into that whole YouTube thing. Do you have like recommendations?" <laughs> and I was like, "Uh <sighs> I guess sure. Like, what do they want to do? He was like, I guess they want to like play games. I was like, okay, well, they'll they'll need like a capture card and like a microphone, probably. I don't know. Like, I don't know what they're gonna do. And he was yeah. like, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. And he goes, do you have a YouTube channel? I was like, yeah. <laughs> he goes, oh okay. And it was like, he was like, what is it? And he, he gets on a computer. He's like, what is it? And I'm like, oh, you know, it's uh, it's that one. And I, and he co- he pulls up a clip <laughs> compilation, uh, from last year uh and thank god he had the audio off because in that clip compilation i like <laughs> i like talk about how everybody in my community is a fucking furry it's like it's I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like i'm sitting there sweating i'm like oh my god he's gonna get us both fired and so yeah and so i don't talk about streaming at work anymore <laughs> and so anyway. yeah it's um
1: yeah like i i i have like the same fear that happened that that Uh, of that happening because like i know for sure if any anyone in my work finds out about my youtube they'll be like oh this is why this guy doesn't talk because like he talks (laughs) all the time in this other thing
0: (laughs) Uh, oh he's a a nerd i see okay yeah Yeah. it's like we're. we're... i
1: I guess uh, (laughs) the reality is they probably wouldn't care that much if they found out about my they probably don't care but the the one thing that i would be concerned about is what if they're like yo why, why didn't you you missed the meeting like I've missed like meetings in the morning because I like sleep in and they're like yo why did you miss the meeting and I'm like oh it's because you're up at 6 in the morning streaming
0: <laughs> that is so true we live we yeah. live practically the same life like I'll come home I'll, <laughs> I'll come home or I'll get off work and it'll be like 6 o'clock I'm like alright stream's at 8.30 how long can I sleep before I have to I can, I can just pass out right here and I can, I can yeah. get a catch a couple Z's before <laughs> I have to stream or I have to shower before stream um, but, uh, you actually take advantage of it quite well because, um, it turns out, at least according to Devin Nash, turns out the mm-hmm. most optimal time to stream is exactly when you stream. Uh, and that's like 9 a.m. Oh, there you go. That's like 9 a.m. uh, West Coast, uh, American West Coast time. Um, and that's because, uh, a good, a large portion of streamers are American, uh, but there's viewers, yeah. there's viewers in every time zone. There's viewers all over the world. Um, and so what happens is, is when you're like me or you're like Alex, you sh- I stream uh, evenings, American time. Uh, what mm-hmm. happens is, is it's it's evenings. Um, some people have already gone to bed in America. Uh, Europeans are definitely in bed because it's like three in the morning when I start streaming in Europe. Yeah. Um, or when I, in Europe, when I start streaming rather. And then for Australians, it's the morning. Whereas whenever yeah. you stream, whenever you stream, it's late at night for Australians. Um, And so you get uh, you get some Australian viewership, but it's it's morning for Americans. So you get everybody getting their coffee or uh, watching you while they work from home uh, like me. Uh, And then you get you get the midday or the afternoon European audience. Uh, And so what Mm. happens is, is the number of streamers that are actually online is at its lowest, which is part of why you always got transcoding, even when you weren't partner. Um, But the viewership is still uh, proportionally still very high. And so the streamer-to-viewer ratio is at its peak whenever you stream. Mm. So it's actually... Yeah, of course,
1: Devin Nash would have stats on that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. of course, Devin Nash (laughs) is like eight layers deep on the big brain on figuring that kind of thing out. And so... And yeah, so really it's, it's, it's
1: interesting because I actually found out uh, there's, like, a, in your YouTube analytics, you can find out um, the time that your subscribers are most, like, active on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And that time happens to be around, like, 3 a.m. my time. Yeah, makes yeah. Sense. yeah.
0: It's because it's it's the guys like me. It's the – around yeah. lunch, we're like, oh, what's on YouTube? Like, what's, what's going on? So. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, Americans, most of us are rolling out of bed at noon these days, so – uh, yeah. A lot of us aren't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what? Um, let's see. What really? Uh, what kind of YouTube videos do you wish you could make that you that or that you want? What are some YouTube videos you want to make that you can't yet? That that are that you're waiting for the time where you where you can based on viewership or based on 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 money. Or based on time? what's What are some videos that, that you're being held back from making right now? Um,
1: I've always been interested in doing stuff in, like, um, like PC building things. Like, a lot of people ask me stuff on two PC setups. And I'd love to be able to just, like, build... One of the things I would love to do, um, and I, I might actually do it this week, is, like, what would happen if I just built, like, a super cheap PC... Like, what, what could I do, like, practically to stream with that? I, I'm not talking about, like, nerd stats, like, oh, what's my FPS, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what can you do in, like, OBS, and what can your stream look like? Like, one of the ideas I, I have for, uh, this is, like, a in the future, I've talked about this, uh, so this is, like, a little teaser of what I have planned. Um, I, I would like to do something where, because um, obviously my stream setup, I've got, like, a lot of expensive equipment, and... A lot of people are like, oh, your stream looks good because you got this expensive equipment. So what I want to do is like just buy a bunch of like really cheap stuff um, and try to make like a good looking stream and maybe like stream for like a week and then make a video talking about like my experience streaming with cheap hardware. Because um, I think a lot of people make excuses for why they can't stream like they don't Mm -hmm. have the right hardware. And so like I am convinced that I could have a pretty good stream with like really like bare bones hardware or like a $10 mic uh using your phone as a webcam like things like that mm-hmm. um but those type of videos take a lot of work because i like I, of course i have to like build a pc for that um and the nature of those videos requires me to have like different camera angles set up whereas the videos i do right now it's literally just turn the camera just talk into it um so yeah because that's that's the best i guess use of my time like i, I don't like I don't like setting up like camera angles and stuff. Like it takes a lot of time
0: and I really don't have enough time as it is. Yeah. Uh, That's why I only have two music videos up on my music video channel is that it just takes so much effort to move my cameras around. And then what's worse is setting them back up because you have everything just how you like it and you got to get it just right back to where it was. And it's, crazy
1: that's why i I have like um i want a second like camera here specifically because like the camera i'm looking at right now it's permanent it like stays there and i never move it because i don't i don't want to change this camera angle so if if, if ever i need to like film a different camera angle i just like pull this one out and record with that sweet
0: that's another g7 isn't it
1: yeah, I got it like super cheap. I was like brand new for like less than two hundred U uh, US. I'm like, that. I'm never, <laughs> never gonna get it that cheap ever. You even bought a second lens. Oh, I already had this lens though, uh, which I was thinking of selling, but then I thought I might want to use this lens in the future. So
0: you have two Rokodon yeah. twelve millimeters.
1: No, the one I'm
0: using now is a Sigma lens. So, oh um, sweet! Okay, you upgraded. I didn't know that. I see. I see. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still on the. I still have that exact lens, that Rokinon 12 millimeters is on my G7. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm thinking about grabbing a GH4 soon, so that I can I can have unlimited recording times whenever I take it outside mm-hmm. of the stream setup instead of recording through OBS. Uh, yeah. But it's more money I don't want to spend. Camera's really expensive right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, um. So. I really think that's a fantastic idea. I think a lot of people do make excuses um, because Mm -hmm. especially when they they see a lot of production quality, you know, we make our videos and Harris makes his videos because, um, you know, people desire better production quality, which is cool because it's awesome that we're Mm -hmm. we're, we're pushing the envelope and making better content. Uh, But then people go the other way and they say, oh, well, I don't have a nice camera. Or I don't have a good... I, I don't have a crazy good microphone. I, I should just not stream until I have those things. Uh, and then they spend like $2,000 on all the streaming equipment they need. And then they get, you know, one viewer anyway. Or they get two viewers yeah, anyway. And they find because... out they're
1: not even interested in streaming,
0: so they <laughs> just give up. <laughs> and then they're just like, well, I guess I'm just gonna sell all that for like half. And and then they're yeah. all depressed. And then they don't make content. And they, they're potential content creators and they have it ruined for them. And so... I think more content that explains, like, or that gets out there, like, hey, production quality is awesome, but the most important thing is that you just get out and start making shit. Like, I think pushing Mm -hmm. that more, especially when you had a stream, you had a stream where somebody redeemed the the channel points for (laughs) cancel your stream, and you went and pulled out your phone and did, like, the Star Wars thing. (laughs) And you had, like, you had, like, crazy high, like, you had more viewers <laughs> that stream than you had, like, the stream before and the stream after. Like, people yeah. loved it. It was the crazy, it was the most hilarious shit anybody had ever come up with. And I was yeah. like, this proves it. This is, this is proof. Like, it, it's all about establishing yourself, making the valuable content, making, you know, helping people, establishing relationships... And the nice cameras and the nice microphones and all that—that's just that's just bonus. That's just cherry on top. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, that's really cool. I like that idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's a video? What's a video you thought was going to do really, really well, uh, and then didn't? And then didn't do as well as you'd hoped. Um, I definitely have
1: an idea. If you give me a second, let me just like pull up. Uh, I could probably figure out in, like, a couple seconds. Uh, I just need I, I need to, like, jog my memory uh-huh. of what videos I've uploaded. Because there's definitely been videos that I've uploaded that I was like, for sure this is going to do well, and then, like, nobody watched it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, um, oh, okay. <laughs> I think I did a video on, uh, let me see. There, there was a, the capture card one I was talking about before. Oh, right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought more people would watch that, but, um... Apparently not, so that's okay. <laughs> um, it's it's really oh yeah, I think I did a video on um like again it's it's really mostly like my hardware videos. Like I did did a video on like camera gear and stuff. Um, and I made all these like fancy like graphics and everything. And I was like, yo, let me break down like exactly what you need for like camera stuff. And and I thought I had like a lot of good information in that I'm looking at it right now. I got like 6K video uh, views on that video, which is like pretty much a lot lower than, like, my standard yep. uh, view count. So, yeah, it's really mostly, like, the the hardware videos that I do.
0: So does that... So has that discouraged you? I, I should ask asked this earlier, but I can ask you now. Does that discourage you from making hardware videos? Or has that discouraged you from making hardware videos? It It's not... It
1: doesn't discourage me from making them, like, at all, but it makes me rethink how I... Number one, how I like title those videos and how I approach like scripting those videos, right? Or how like, you frame it? Like yeah. I, I, yeah, like how I was talking earlier about how the first like minute of the video is like setting up the video for each of my videos. Um, that's actually what I spend the most time on when I'm like planning my videos. So, um, yeah. So next time, I guess when I do hardware stuff, I I I change how I think about like that first minute of the video because right. that, that I think that. That that's that first minute is like the most important
0: part of the video. Right, that engagement right there. And speaking of engagement, yeah. um, a lot of people don't know this, but one of the most important metrics that really like not a lot of people talk about because it's not visible is watch time, is average watch time mm-hmm. uh, on your videos, yeah. especially when it comes to viewer retention. Um, what yeah. really sets people apart, um, I actually I, I figured this out the other day, uh, you know, I I moderate for Sam and I work with Sam a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Sam Woodhall. Yeah. Uh, I was talking with him. One of his newer videos. Uh, uh, he and I make similar length videos. Uh, both of us average around eleven minutes, ten minutes uh, for our view for our, uh, for our videos. My videos average between three and four minutes average watch time. His average around mm-hmm. the seven 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 and a half minute mark for average watch time with with, with with many thousands more views than mine do. So I, yeah. I that that really opened my eyes, made me realize like, oh, it's because he's getting that retention, getting that watch time that he's getting these thousands mm-hmm. of views. Um what are some of the what are some of the the watch times? What how much what viewer retention do you usually see for your videos?
1: From memory, the last time I checked, depending on the video, it could be from like five to six minutes. Um some of them go as low as like about three. Mm-hmm
0: and it depends on the video's yeah. length as well. You know, Yeah. Depending on uh, yeah. so you, but you would say like 50 to 60% uh rough yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. That pretty much is in line with what with what we expect, you know, as far as retention goes mm-hmm. for those videos. So um so that really proves it. Like <laughs> that's a good proof like yeah. the 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 and it's on an exponential level. Um the higher your retention, the higher your watch watch uh your watch time on average, it's going to exponentially increase how successful the video and by extension your channel is going to be, Um, because...
1: The the interesting interesting thing I don't know the answer about right now is what I do on all of my videos, and I've been doing it for a long time, is I put timestamps in my videos, Um, and recently YouTube now has the chapter thing, so that actually just automatically applied to my video because they already had timestamps. And I don't know what the answer is. I would imagine adding timestamps. Some would. I imagine it would hurt viewer attention somehow because people would just skip to the part that they're interested in. Uh, I don't know what the answer is, Um, but I guess in my head, um, getting gaining viewers trust that you're not just trying to get like get them to stay in the whole video. Right. Yeah, I think there's some value in that. I don't know how you'd quantify it, but I feel like there's some amount of value in just, you know, gaining your viewers' trust.
0: So for what it's worth, Sam has started to timestamp his videos. He's noticed a an, an increase. There's at least a correlation. There's an increase in watch time and engagement time for the videos he's timestamped okay. over the ones he hasn't. I I think the mm-hmm. hypothesis is that um a certain number of viewers come to your video... And when they when they can't find what they want in the first ten seconds to a minute, they leave. Whereas they can at yeah. least get you three minutes, four minutes of watch time as opposed to ten by getting exactly what they want out of the video. So even though yeah. it's even yeah. though it, it you think it would hurt it, it, it's actually just retaining the people who would otherwise leave rather than get getting rid yeah. of people who would otherwise watch the entire video. Um, and mm-hmm. so I think it's actually good practice. I need to start doing it. I've never timestamped my videos. So I <laughs> need to start timestamping mine so that I can, I can, I can hop on that train, get that better watch time. Uh, cause I think, yeah. I think, cause I think that is, and, and we need to start just, and, and that's, you made a good point there. It's not about maximizing to you the engagement, even though mm-hmm. the hypothesis is that it actually does. Um, it's not to you about in, uh, maximizing the engagement, it's getting the most value to the people and really I think yeah. getting value to people is king uh, over everything yeah. else. Me, I'm focusing, um, I'm really starting to find uh, I, fe- I feel as though and people are at least telling me I don't know if they're gassing me up, but they're at least telling me that my the information I'm giving is valuable so now I'm, I'm trying to focus on discoverability because I know that that's my next avenue to getting uh, my it, getting the value to the most people will increase the value, uh, and so, mm-hmm. and so it turns out best way to do that is increasing the value more. So really, yeah. it just is it is absolutely king to just make a lot of content and make it super valuable to people, and make it super duper yeah. helpful, and then people will watch it all, they'll share it, they'll post it around, they'll come to you, ask for more help, look for more que- yeah. look for more answers to their questions. So. Uh, I really just want to drive that home that a lot of people get really stuck in, the, especially I, I've been victim of this. I People get stuck in their heads about uh, SEO and discoverability and thumbnails and, and, and this and that. Uh, and while those that stuff is important, it's secondary to making sure that the content is just the absolute, just as, as much and as best content as you can stand to make. Uh, and and, yeah. and pushing yeah, out, sure. being being as most helpful or as mo- as 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 entertaining or wherever your value comes from, pushing that as much as possible.
1: Yeah, I think that's important. Like uh, especially when you're starting out as well. Like I think even at the point where I'm at right now, I don't even like I pay not that much attention to like my analytics even right now because my focus right now is establishing a trust with uh, my audience. So that like they know at least that I have some integrity, and then later on I can try you know sell out. I can sell out later on, you know, <laughs> once I have more people <laughs> watching my videos. But like when people start, the important thing is like um, making the best content you can first, because like you're not gonna start getting viewer viewership in your videos until you've you're not even gonna figure out what you're what you're doing until you've done like thirty to forty videos. <laughs> like it didn't happen until recently. Where I figured out like what I was doing and what my style was, um
0: and I've uploaded like nearly forty videos. It takes a really long time and that's that's just on your new channel. How many videos did you upload yeah. on your old channel first
1: okay I don't count that. My old channel has like probably two thousand videos, but th- <laughs> they're literally they are literally just uncut vods mm-hmm. because uh it, i I made that channel mainly for me, for archiving, so I can yeah. just have, yeah, for archiving my stuff. And so I've actually had people try to like, try to, I guess, talk down to me like, oh my God, you only have like, you have like 2000 videos and they have like 10 viewers each. I'm like, you realize I have another YouTube
0: channel. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, people don't believe, uh, when they get told this, but uh, the, the, the kind of the, the go-to number for people, um, Coming from people like Gary Vee, Harris Heller, is uh, your first hundred videos are gonna suck ass. Mm-hmm. Is usually what people yeah. say, um, and so just mm-hmm. get a hundred videos out of the way. So if you if you make yeah. weekly videos, just work at it for two years and expect to suck for two years. And people will get freaked out when they hear that they're like, "What? A hundred two, uh, 100 videos are gonna suck?" And then it's like, "Oh yeah." And then the next hundred are like only gonna suck only a little bit less. It's like, "What?" Um, and you it know, turns you know what's out funny about that.
1: Well, what? Sorry to interrupt you. No, you go ahead. funny go about ahead. that? Um, people go to college for like four years and they pay up so much money to go to college and they didn't even think like... that. Like the equivalent of like spending two years just to learn how to make YouTube videos. That's really... It sounds like a lot of time, but it's really not that much time when you put it into spe- perspective.
0: Um, yeah, and it, it, it really is. And especially when you <laughs> want to do a career or potentially you know if that's the idea if you want to do a career where you have to work so crazy hard in order to see the growth and the numbers that you really at least in proportion to the other people who are just dipping their toes in and then quit um and it's uh and what they and it's and it's crazy because they come across people like you who have 30 or 40 videos that are finding success and they say well I, i guess this is the expectation now and then I don't see that you had another YouTube channel where most yeah. of it was VODs, but you also had some stream production videos and you had different this this and yeah. that. Um, I've had I think nine YouTube channels since YouTube started. And I and I've had I never broke I never broke 50 subscribers until my most recent one, until the one I'm 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 on now that has like two hundred subscribers. That like I I went I had like I was fourteen years old making videos with my cousin off of a off of a laptop webcam, and there was zero editing. We literally just took the the video file that we had at the end and threw it up. Uh, and so yeah. there was us being dorks. And then from there, I made music videos on like three different channels because it never stuck, and I never stuck with one thing. Uh, and I made a YouTube channel for my college. It has like five subscribers. <laughs> and I've made I've made like over a hundred YouTube channels in, in in my day, and I'm just now starting to figure out what kind of youtube videos work for me and and so and people see people see that i'm i'm 10 or 15 videos really into the kind of videos i want to make and they 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 build that expectation i'm like if it's your first youtube channel you know obviously there's a lot more resources now than there was 10 years ago when you're 14 years old Mm -hmm. but still expect to struggle a lot more than you than you see because there's a survivorship bias the content you see is the good content and so, yeah, And yeah. so, when you when you get in, you expect to make the good content. You don't realize that there's everybody you see has sucked a thousand times before they've succeeded once. So,
1: so the, the interesting thing is, I, I hear from a lot of people that it's it's harder to grow today because you're competing with a lot more people. But like, man, I don't think people who are just getting started today realize how many more resources you have to start now. I would actually say there's a lot, you have a lot more control over how successful you are today than you did back then. Because a lot of people had no idea what they're doing. You didn't have like products that make it easy to make YouTube videos. You didn't like, not every, like making a video on your phone was like, who would ever do that back in the day? But now people do it all the time. Like, there's so many things that can help people out nowadays, but they just have to go out and actually do something.
0: That's exactly right. That's exactly right. I talk about it all the time. People talk about, you know, flooded markets and and streaming is flooded and it's harder than ever to become a a successful streamer. It's like, well, it's harder than ever to just turn a stream on and be, be successful, but it's easier than ever to turn a stream on. So for example, like back back in my day, you know, I'm 23. <laughs> um, back in my day, it was, uh, y- there was no OBS, right? You had to, you had to pay like a yeah. hundred bucks for Fraps and nobody had a hundred bucks yeah. for Fraps, you know? And then Fraps' recordings were gigabytes and gigabytes and gigabytes for a mm-hmm. 720p yep. recording because there was no compression. And so you had to have a huge hard drive and you had to have a crazy good computer. Um, And so uh, you didn't have OBS and now OBS is free and it's the greatest capture software to ever exist. It kills scraps, it kills action by Marillus, it kills DX story, it blows all of them out of the water and it's free and it's open source. Uh, And you had to pay back in the day when you wanted to edit videos, you had to either use Windows Movie Maker or you had to shell out hundreds of dollars for you know Premiere, and Premiere was as shit back then as it is now. Like, and now these <laughs> days, now these days, there's DaVinci Resolve. Like, there's DaVinci yeah. Resolve is free. It's uh, it's got new stuff coming out for it constantly. There's new updates for it. It's in its 16th iteration, uh, and you can get into never, never before can you with a with and and Nvidia graphics cards are becoming the standards, and they have the encoding chips. So. Now, yeah. people who are just gamers can now, who are just gamers, can now turn on a stream, basically for no additional cost. And then, of course, there's consoles, and consoles have streaming features, uh, and you can stream directly from consoles. It's easier than ever to produce content. And what that's done is, it's created a flood of content that everybody's worried about. But in reality, it's enabled so many more people to make content. That means the 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 cream rises to the top, the wheat separates from the chaff and you get even better content you get even more people pushing the envelope Uh, the consumer wins people who consume content win because it never before has there been so many great YouTube channels, so many great Twitch channels and so literally content is in a better place now than it ever has been before and it's it's never been easier to get into it and everybody should do it (laughs) like really (laughs) and I, I think people play that down a whole lot yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Uh it's um yeah, I just um want to
1: I guess that's like one of my motivations for even like making YouTube channels just like if anything I could just be an example of just um just do something or just create something because like I always tell people this like every day you're not going to learn um anything until you've put out at least, uh, I, like I said before, it took me like 30, 40 videos before I, I even started to understand what I'm doing. Um, so if anything, I just, I would, if I would to tell anybody anything is just don't make excuses for starting
0: to make content. Thank you so much for being here, Nutty. I, I made a joke yesterday. I told everyone, I said, I uh, I booked Nutty for the podcast before he was, uh, before he made partner so he felt too awkward <laughs> to back out. <laughs> uh thank you so much. Matt. It was a, it's ha- it's been a pleasure having you here.
1: Yeah, it's been it's been great. I it's I get um I I I get asked to do like podcasts from a lot of people and it's really hard to like schedule it because of my time zone, so mm-hmm. it's great that you are able to accommodate for me well, thank and you. like It's been my pleasure. Yeah.
0: I I would do I would like for for to have like great guests like you on the podcast i would do like i would get up at 3am and and just and turn on stream and do this if it meant yeah, i got to ask me you up cool right questions right now? <laughs> no i mean i get so much value like i said earlier as long as you come on the podcast and you reinforce what I say, like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Yeah. so I get so much value out of talking to no wait,
1: one, one day, someone's going to come to your podcast and they're going to just disagree with everything <laughs> that you say. And it's going to be the worst.
0: Thing. It's going to be like, uh oh, oh, but that's more content because then we get to argue in the middle of the podcast and everybody's like, oh, they're gonna so, get on
1: and be like, guys. The best way to grow and switch is to stream every single day, twelve hours a oh day, God. nonstop. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna
0: be, and they're gonna have like ten times the viewership that I do. So I'm gonna be yeah. like, uh, I mean, uh, it worked for you, I guess. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. Like, uh, but no, I um, I actually started this podcast. I tell people this only sometimes. Uh, I started this podcast. I didn't really um. When I started it, Sam was like, dude, uh, I'm not sure that that's going to be super discoverable. Like, I'm not sure that's going to pull in a whole lot of, like, views exactly, especially on Mm -hmm. YouTube. And I said, yeah, but really, like, there's different advantages to it. Like, I get to grow my brand, and I get to do this. And I was like, but in reality, I've dreamed of doing a podcast for so long uh, mainly because I just want to interview cool people. I want an excuse to have Nutty on my stream. Like, <laughs> I want an excuse to have Alex yeah, Lynn on my stream. It's been a long time coming. Like, <laughs> yes, yes. I was very, you were You were one of the first people I reached out to uh, whenever I was like, okay, am I actually going to do this? And so I even reached out to you before I even started the podcast. I was like, hey, I have this idea. I want to start <laughs> interviewing people. And I think it would be really cool to have you on. I don't know if you want to do it. Or it's like that's something you'd be interested. In. You're like, just, yeah, man. You're like <laughs> just so
1: for the people, just so for the people who happen to be listening that have asked me to be on a podcast and I said no. I just want those people to know that I agreed to this <laughs> one way before. So like, I had many many months to like prepare for it. Uh, so yeah,
0: <laughs> I know. I, I asked you like I asked you like late May or like early June. Yeah, was like, it was hey, a long do time know ago. Lately i've been thinking about doing this it was actually it was actually alex that that convinced me to do a podcast um because i was talking oh, yeah. to her i was talking to her about i was helping her do like set up obs stuff because she's a you know a friend of the stream and whatnot a friend of mine um yeah and i was just helping her at like three in the morning like set up obs and she goes dude you're like so good at this you should run a podcast and i was like that is how she speaks <laughs> <laughs> i was like shit i guess i do have to start a podcast don't i i was like do you want to be on it and she was like yeah i was like cool (laughs) so she was like one of the first people right yeah she was the second person so i i I told her i said i won't make you the first guess (laughs) she's like great (laughs) great so i so i asked one of my other buddies and then i had her be on and then i and then i got you and i was like yes uh, and then I was like, but wait, I don't want Nutty to be, like, the third person. I won't have it figured out yet. I want some experience first. So I was like, hey, are you yeah. cool with, like, doing, like, I don't know, like, late July? And you're like, yeah, just let me know. And then I was like, yeah, it's looking more like late August. And then I was like, yeah, it's looking more like mid-September.
1: <laughs> but, hey, it no, no, worked out. Yeah. It worked out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Nutty's podcast requirements must be booked a year in advance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, I, so when's your first 24-hour gonna, stream going to be? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I, I I don't
1: think I'll ever do that. Like, it's that's way too hard for me. The longest I've done was, like, 16 hours. And I wouldn't say it was so bad that I would never do it. Like, I think I could have done 24 hours back then, but, like, right now because i'm so used to sleeping like twice a day now like that's my regular like 12 hours would be the equivalent of like a 25 hour stream for me now
0: <laughs> what did you play for <sighs> 16 hours
1: i did uh different things so that was back when i was still speedrunning. running mm-hmm. so i speed ran a bunch of different games oh that's cool um but then I, I think I, I got to the... I It was supposed to be a 12-hour stream, and then I did an incentive to push it to up to 15 hours. And then when we got there, we just did an extra hour. <laughs> oh, um, my God. That's what made it 16 hours. But uh, we actually got to a point in the stream where I was just so exhausted. So I was like, guys, I'm just going to pull up Jackbox and you guys can play Jackbox and I'm just going to sit silently and play Tetris. So I had like a dual screen games and I was like lying in a bed because I was just like, <laughs> I'm too tired to be entertaining <laughs> right now.
0: <laughs> I do the same thing. I think what you could do, I think what would be really cool is see like um, a double block 12 hour stream. Do you like a 12 hour stream mm-hmm. on Saturday and a 12 hour stream on Sunday? and have them mm-hmm. b- basically back to back so it's like a 24-hour event but it's not a 24-hour stream that way you could get a sleep yeah. in or two b- between them but uh, yeah. I'm always I'm it, always a big proponent for It's something for... I it's
1: something consider doing but like just with like my work schedule right now there would have to be like a perfect time for that to happen right. so
0: I always tease people yeah. cuz I just I I absolutely uh, love doing crazy crazy streams like that doing the 24 hours so I'm always like so when are you gonna do a 24 hour when are you yeah <laughs> and they're like uh and nobody nobody's been like yeah I think I'm gonna do one in like a couple weeks or so everybody's like yeah not for me nope check it out <laughs> and yeah. now even Harris is like guys I feel like I lose years off my life every time I do a 24 hour stream I don't know if I'm gonna do it for very much longer and of course, Sam. Yeah. Of course, anything Harris does, Sam's like, yeah, I'm not sure about that anymore. So, <laughs> so Sam's like, I'm not sure if I'm going to be doing 24 hour streams much anymore. So I'm like, I'll die on this hill. I'll be the last motherfucker <laughs> doing 24 hour streams. Uh, yeah. But I will, uh, I will eventually die on the hill because my god, <laughs> my god, it, are it they exhausting really hard? But it, it wouldn't. I would love to be able to like catch um,
1: people who aren't able to. Catch my streams because I, I definitely part, get a yeah. lot of that from people. Especially like when I stream really late. I'm finishing I this happens every stream. I'm like finishing up at 4 a.m. Like, all right guys, I'm really tired. I gotta go to bed. And like three new people come in, like, oh my god, I found you from YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I'm amazed every time, even the first time I did a twenty-four hour stream when I wasn't when I wasn't as big as I am now, uh, and I'm still not that big. I'm still surprised by the number of people that come in that can excuse me, that consider themselves part of the community that just never gets to be part of the stream, but take every opportunity to do so when I am live, whenever they're uh, up yeah. and awake. Yeah. Um, and so, like, during 24-hour, my fir- very first 24-hour stream, I, I talked to my mods, and my mods talked to me, and we talked to everybody. We, we were like, okay, let's prepare some content in the case of bottoming out to zero at some point during the stream. Uh, mm-hmm. And not only did I not bottom out to zero... I stayed, like, above my average viewership the entire stream, even into, like, the 4 or 5 a.m. Okay. time. Cool. It was crazy. Yeah. And so that's part of why I encourage everybody to do 24-hour streams is just that you have these amazing people that come in at weird times that you would never, ever stream that are just like, dude, I love your stuff. It's so great to see you. Yeah. And you're like, oh, my God, <laughs> I have no clue who you are. Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> The one thing I will say, though, is I think if – um If if I was to encourage people to do twenty four hour streams, they should do it responsibly. Like you got to be got (laughs) to make sure that you're taking care of your body. Like if you if you're not eating right, if you're like not working out at all, and your body like you're killing yourself doing it. So. That's the only thing I would say. If I was ever gonna do it, I have to be make sure I'm like in shape, which I'm not right now. So <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, totally. I, I exercise lots before my 24 hour stream. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what I do though. I do. I get up an hour earlier than I plan to start. I do like 25 hours of awake because I mm-hmm. I, I prioritize getting a shower and getting a walk in the sun before I sit in front of my computer yeah. for 24 straight hours. So, uh, and that really really helps. To so wake wake me up and energize my energize my my uh, stuff that doesn't get energized. So yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, all right. Yeah. Well, I think it's been it's been great having you here. It's been so nice uh, to have this opportunity to talk to you and g- pick your brain a little bit on on your your massive success. Uh, so thank yeah. you so much. Yeah, hope you got an hour of content out of that. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got a, I think we got I think pretty much all of that was good. I'm um, each each uh, podcast. I'm having to cut my ramblings less and less, uh, mm-hmm. so I think we got a lot of really great, valuable stuff out of that. So I think I think uh, that's going to be it's going to be really great uh, for that to be out there for people to see. Uh, so thank you so yeah. much. I hope to have you. I hope to have you again sometime. Um, we'll we'll, uh, we'll talk about it whenever you break you know hundred thousand yeah. subscribers here in the next uh, nah, two I don't know months. About that. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, everybody. Thanks for watching this episode of Straight Up the Creator Cast. If you click over here, you can catch other interviews with other guests. And if you click over here, you can subscribe to the podcast channel or to my main channel where we talk about content creation content. Thanks for watching.